you know, I've given away cars, I've given away trips, I've given away cash. Do you know what I found moves the dial even more? Telling servers, telling servers they don't have to wrap silverware. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab, where you get real-world insights from industry pros to help you drive local revenue and local growth. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize, digital marketing tools powered by local data that automatically work where and when your locations need it most. Learn more at evocalize.com. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Local Marketing Lab. Today's guest comes with us with over 25 years of experience in the restaurant space with a really strong focus on marketing. Uh, he's been named Most Influential Restaurant Executive uh, in the United States by Nations Restaurant News and recognized as Restaurant Marketer of the Year, or Retail Marketer of the Year, rather, by American Marketing Association. He's a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan, loves college basketball and college football, and is the CEO of Primanti Brothers. Adam Golem, welcome to the lab, my friend. Thanks, Justin. Great to be here. Um, hopefully, by the time this publishes, the Steelers are in the Super Bowl. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, lots lots of excitement perfect. yesterday with us making the playoffs. Uh, but, but super cool. Super excited for you. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, and if they do win, maybe you could push out some some cool promos or something we like did, that. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, we did send sandwiches to the Tennessee Titans as a thank you. Um, you know, sent a bunch of sandwiches <laughs> down there to thank them uh, for helping us get in the Super Bowl or playoffs at least. <laughs> I love that. That's one of the, the reasons why I was so excited to have you on the podcast is because not only are you guys a client of ours, which is awesome, you guys are great to work with, but your brand is hysterical. Like it is so engaging and the social content you guys push out and the burns that you guys put out there, I think are so hilarious. Our social team does an amazing job, um, you know, being in the moment. I always say uh, some of the stuff, yeah, you know, they're playing with. Uh, the NFL is great, but yeah, really being in the moment um, and being uh, kind of having that witty attitude. I, I think Wendy's was probably the first one to do it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just learning from what they, they, they and happen. Exactly. They kind of show that, hey, it's OK to to be real and have fun and, and engaging. You know, I've worked on a bunch of brands in my life, and this is probably the brand I work on that has the least restrictions, um, which makes yeah. it, makes it really fun. Um, you know, it's like, you're not going to screw things up by having some fun. I agree. I did a, I did a stint of time, uh, leading the marketing team over at Polaris for their, their off-road razor brand. And it's funny, like the, the vehicles are so capable and you could so like show so many cool things, but the legal team was always like just putting the hamper on things because you know, all the risks and stuff like that. So it's cool to have the freedom to do what you want to do. I like to call those departments the sales prevention departments. <laughs> the last the last brand I worked at, we had lots of sales prevention departments from legal to risk management to loss prevention. Um, so, you know, we, you'd come up with ideas and you'd be like, yeah, it's just not worth it. You know, it's just not it's not worth <laughs> it's not worth going through 27 hoops to come up with something that by the time you get approval, the the moment is, has gone. Yeah. You know, so. yeah, that that is. That is a tough thing. That's one of the things we, well, as you know, we, we, we talk about how we help folks with our marketing. It's like, if you can automate stuff based on very timely things that are happening, yeah. then you're able to get in front of clients when, when the moment is there, as opposed to waiting on an agency or whatever. But, um, not to get too, too deep into the product stuff of what we do, but 
I guess if you want, just kick us off with a little bit about your background. Yeah. You talked about working at other brands, maybe kind of how you got to to being the the leader over there at yeah. at Permanti Brothers. Yeah. So. Um... You know, grew up in Pittsburgh, um, Pittsburgher at heart. Yenzers is kind of the colloquial term for us Pittsburghers. Um, but, you know, did my yeah. always had a love for kind of hospitality. My mom worked in it, um, went to Johnson & Wales University for hotel restaurant management, um, did a startup there with uh, a friend from uh, college. Uh, and then from after that ended, went to uh, and that startup, which you look back, was really funny. We were going to be the Amazon.com of cookbooks. Like that was going to be our niche. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I don't know. <laughs> we had, it was a great learning experience. But then went to Penn State uh, for grad school. Um, you know, got my master's with a focus in hospitality. Uh, joined a company called Eden Park Hospitality Group, um, which was at that point, I think they had 80 restaurants. Um, but they also had were just emerging into some new uh, adventures and some new ventures into contract food service. And I spent 13 years there in marketing ultimately ended up building a um, e-commerce and a wholesale cookie business. The company has got this famous cookie, but we had a cookie manufacturing plant. So we realized we could build a whole uh, direct-to-consumer e-commerce business. Uh, left there after 13 years, joined uh, Giant Eagle, which is a $10, $11 billion uh, grocery and convenience retailer. Um, so quite a difference from coming from a couple hundred million dollar company to $10, $11 billion. Uh, mm -hmm. um, but... Uh, Started in marketing there, um, working on uh, their new ventures team. So once again, a company trying to expand into uh, convenience stores, which really restaurants at that point was like, how do you become a restaurant? Um, High-end mm -hmm. grocery. Uh, we also had discount grocery, beer, wine, liquor, e-commerce. So led the marketing group there. Um, multiple rounds of layoffs. Later, I ended up running product development for the company. And then my last stint there was running uh, the one of the largest gift card marketplaces in the country. Um, did over a billion mm. dollars in gift card sales. Um, so it was a, uh, when wow. the music stopped, I was the only one that understood how the business worked. So I was like, well, Adam can run it. Yeah. Uh, but it was yeah. to run a billion dollar business from a PL standpoint, have full ownership over it. Um, and then That's got cool. to go work at Permani Brothers, um, a brand I grew up with, a brand I probably had when I was like five years old and fell in love with. Um, it's a Pittsburgh icon uh, and came in in 2018. Um, to rethink the growth strategy for the organization um, and worked on that. Uh, and then something called the pandemic showed up in 2020. <laughs> yeah. All those great plans. I think Mike Tyson says, what does he say? Everything's great till you get hit in the face. Um, well, that was. Yeah, yeah, everybody's got a plan. Yeah, we had yeah. a great plan and great strategy and <laughs> uh, invested heavily in tech. And we will, you know, going into the pandemic, we kind of looked like the most brilliant guys, but anything but. Um, but the pandemic really taught us yeah. a lot of things. Um, we spun up three virtual brands during the pandemic pretty fast. Um, you know, we saw what Chili's was doing is like, okay, let's go do that. Um, and then uh, I ended up taking over operations and supply chain at some point in the pandemic. And then in 23 became CEO of the organization. So it's been a year, roughly a year and two weeks, I think. So uh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a cool. great brand. We have 45 restaurants today. Um, we've got four more adding this year. So we'll be up to 49. Uh, we operate in four states. Um, you know, the, we all, we jokingly say we're almost famous. Um, it's kind of a yeah. humble brag, but <laughs> it is a famous brand. Um, when you say you, you explain it and you, you say people, a lot of people know it. It's, it's won a James Beard award. I mean, go figure the same yeah. with fries and coleslaw wins a James Beard award. Um, we've been yeah. one, you name it, national show, 
Um, it's, it's an amazing brand uh, that uh, every day I get the pleasure of leading a team here that, uh, you know, we're, this is our 91st year of business, you know, go n- name how many restaurants mm. there are 91 years old. So yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's a lot of fun and eat a lot of sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> you eat them every day. Not every day, but en- enough that my doctor asked to like, you know, not my, my cholesterol is perfectly fine and everything, but he's like, how many times do you eat there again? Cause I think I read an article. <laughs> I think I read an article in the paper that said you were eating there four to five times a week. And I'm like, yeah, something like that. But, we got a broad so let me, more than just sandwiches so you can yeah yeah, yeah. there's well, variation so so let me ask you this the so i've never been to a location unfortunately you guys don't have one you. in charlotte i don't believe no no yeah. Charlotte yet. <laughs> so but what i love is you know i'm watching your content your videos and stuff online your interaction with your your guests is so hysterical like they come to Primanti for the experience of the sarcasm yeah. and just throwing it at the servers and it comes back to them. Is that something that's always been there? It has. Um, so, you know, the first thing is we don't call our customers guests. We call them fans. Um, and that's really a goal. Oh, yeah. These raving fans. So, you know, I've worked in so many. It's like when you work at so many retail and restaurant chains, you got like all these terms in your head spinning around. But um, fans, I yeah. absolutely love. But yeah, it really that's was cool. like the first location uh, opened in 1933. Kind of had this attitude of like, you know, you'd, they'd come to the table and you'd be like, they'd say, okay, what do you want? And you'd be like, oh, I don't know. And they'd be like, okay, I'm gone. Or, uh, <laughs> you know, they would say, yeah. you know, we jokingly say when people say, I don't want fries and slaw. And they were like, yeah, okay, there's the door, you know, get out. Yeah. There's a great clip of uh, Jimmy Fallon and J.J. Watt. Um, you know, I love J.J. Watt, but he is the only Watt brother that didn't play for the Steelers. So shame on him. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> You know, Jimmy Fallon and J.J. Watt and Jimmy Fallon's telling this, you know, J.J.'s talking about coming to Pittsburgh to visit his brothers. And Jimmy's telling the story about going there for the, going to Permanis for the first time. And, you know, he asked for stuff on the side and they were like, yeah, there's the door. Get out. It, really, that probably is. Uh-huh. So it's, you know, <laughs> we don't take things seriously. I always say um, not only are we unrestricted from PR, we're unrestricted with our people. We tell our people to come as they are. You know, I say the more mm-hmm. tattoos, the piercings, the merrier. Um, you know, and yeah. we really allow our people to come as who they are by not being restrictive um, and, and being prescriptive. Um, you know, you look at there are certain mm-hmm. chains um, that are super prescriptive and super require, you know, have all these requirements and check this and you got to do this and you got to do that. And as a server, you got to approach the table like this and we're the exact opposite. Um, and I think that's why people, you know, we, we have a large group of people that really like working for us for that reason. Yeah, you create not only your loyal fans in your guests, but yeah. also in your employee base because 100%. you're you're willing to give folks a shot that that other people may not. You know, and, and what's server, funny is, yeah, I had a server the other day that there is no way other any restaurant chain that other than us probably would touch this guy, but he was phenomenal in the way yeah. he approached the table and the way he interacted and he knew the menu and he was you know this was people from out of town and the way he made suggestions and the way he took care of us, it was great. You know, so so what? He has crazy hair and tattoos and a piercing. Um, yeah, it Starbucks doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah, Starbucks is probably the first to really embrace that. I think when you think mm-hmm. about it, he was out there um, doing it early on. And if you think about just from from purely an operation standpoint, if you think about how the how small the hiring pool is today, like post pandemic, it's so hard to bring in not only employees, period, but good employees. Mm-hmm. And there's a pool of employees that is just untapped resource. And those that are like you're like you're explaining right now, 
other other folks may not give them a shot, but they're incredible at their jobs. They it's are. Like, give them a chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, it's a tough, tough market. I think that the pandemic taught people that they can stand in an Amazon warehouse and make more money um, or make equal to being mm-hmm. a book. So like, I'm going to stand on my as well. Maybe I stand with Amazon. Um, the, the, you know, before the pandemic, you didn't have those challenges of people yeah. you know, competing. People weren't deciding between Home Depot and a restaurant. Now they are. People weren't deciding between driving an Uber and working in a restaurant. Now they are. Um, but it's, you know, I've been through, this is my called fourth hiring crisis in my life. They're all the same. You just got to get better. Um, you got to be a better yeah. place to work. You got to offer better benefits. You got to pay better. Um, There's staff out there. You just got to hunt them down. Well, when you, and when you create an experience, like this show is mainly focused on marketing, right? And, and, and engaging with your local audience and, and creating that experience that you guys do brings people coming back. Like the most expensive marketing you can do is, is acquisition and bringing them there for the yeah. first time. But if they have an awesome experience bringing them back. Like that's, it's so cheap. You're creating a raving fan base and just a loyalty that's, that's undying compared yeah. to other brands. Flip side, a bad experience. Like how do you win people back? It's always you know, a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, you might, people might come in not realizing what they're going to get in terms of the sarcasm, yeah. like a healthy, yeah, a healthy it's not, serving. It's of not it. like, you know, Dick's <laughs> last resort or, uh, at the bad yeah, yeah. you know, it's not that level, but it's, we tell our people, you know, here's how, here's how we think you should approach the table, you know, high level. Yeah. And joke, you know, I jokingly, you know, one of our best, uh, we call our general managers, head coaches, one of our best head coaches. Um, he jokingly will see somebody in a Patriots jersey and be like, yeah, we don't serve Patriots fans here. <laughs> like, and he's just good at it. And people are like, wait, what? And he's like, no, we don't yeah. serve Patriots fans in that. They'll start turning around. He's like, I'm kidding. Come on. Let me, let me get you a table. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's, that. Emotional it's some, it is. It's something that's very unique to the, to the Northeast too. Like I, I grew up in Buffalo area. That's where I'm from. And it, you know, first 20 years of my life. So I definitely have some sarcasm, <laughs> Uh, and a lot that I do. And I just, I just love it. Uh, and it creates like real moments with, with folks to be able to connect with them as a person, as opposed to just, you're just turning tables, you know? So given, so given all your years in, in, in the restaurant space and specifically focusing on local marketing, like, what do you think is the most impactful thing that someone can do from a local marketing standpoint? Yeah. So, you know, my first gig out of grad school was field marketing. Um, and back then we're just developing programs to help general managers figure out like what's uh what can they do in a three to five mile radius so employee mm-hmm. discount programs church programs car dealer programs uh, dine and donates and i look 25 years later and what are we building church programs and car same. same thing it's it's really <laughs> what i found to be the most successful is to give tools to the uh, general manager so that they can execute against um that are easy because gms are not salespeople. many of them are they're usually a lot of them come out of the kitchen. So, um, you know, by my experience, but our top GMs are great at knowing what's important in their community. Um, so dine and donates continue to be an unbelievable success. Um, we still generate a ton of business off dine and donates. Um, and it's a great way to use somebody else's equity. So if you're a member of the PTO or you support your kid's soccer team, well, all of a sudden you're going to come to Permani brothers to support their soccer team. And you maybe just learn a new thing. Uh, on top of that, we do a tremendous amount of digital advertising. We do very little uh, traditional advertising, um, mostly digital. The pandemic pushed us there super fast. Um, and and the, the tools nowadays to not only get to the right person, but to track if they actually came in the door is unbelievable. It's like what I dreamed of 20 years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, it really is. You think like, man, how do we do this? 
without these tools, but it is incredible to see the actual attribution, you know, yeah. if you have your system set up right. Yeah, I just don't get, I mean, I know a lot of chains still use TV. It's like, how are you figuring out if that works? Seriously. Yeah. Or, or it's like, you, or they just have like buckets of money to burn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the Applebee's of the world have buckets of money to burn. The, the all gardens yeah. of the world. So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, local marketing, you know, corporately managed digital is still huge. Um, and then the next level down is giving tools. We don't, we don't have, we don't feel marketer. So we have, we give our people tools to help them drive their business, be it catering, uh, be it, you know, how do you drive business from a mall? If you're in a mall, how do you drive business if you're freestanding? We do a lot of fun things with grand openings um, and make sure a restaurant opens successfully. Um, a lot of buzz, a lot of PR. Um, we do this thing called the first hundred um, where if the first hundred people to line up, get free sandwiches for a year. And it's usually like 200 people. Don't tell anyone, you know, cause you know, wow. no one wants yeah. to be number 101 after sleeping out all night in 20 degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a great buzz tool and creates, you know, media connection day one with, with our fans. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. And it's fun. You, you see people, you see people dancing in the parking lot. Um, yeah. Three in the morning. Yeah. Name another and brand. all these things. Exactly. When you when you have these like activations like that, then you get that your marketing team out there capture the content and just be able to kind of sweat that asset for, we do. for weeks and weeks. Yeah, our team does a great job with, you know, having buckets and buckets of content. Um, you know, we've got we've got pillars that we work off of from a content standpoint. And um, you can't it's all about promotion or social media, you know, promoting yourself because that's all what it's about. It's about being, as I said at the beginning, being kind of in that moment in time and talking about what's important. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Have um, if you if you had one piece of advice to give someone who's who's tr maybe struggling a little bit at the local level, just trying to drive traffic, trying to drive you know increased tickets, like what would you what would you say that they could do today or sometime this week to to start turning that around? Yeah, I think two things. The short term is um, run a sales contest with your people. Um, I, and I I felt you know I've given away cars, I've given away trips, I've given away cash. <laughs> You know what I found moves the dial even more? Telling servers, telling servers they don't have to wrap silverware. You know, really? I, yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like or scratch and win tickets. It's like holy cow! I wish I had known that before I gave away three cars. Um, <laughs> uh, you gave away cars and then found that the, the yeah, silverware is more. The same thing by telling servers they don't have to wrap silverware. But we do a lot of uh, contests. We do. We get GMs compared, you know, going against G restaurants, going against restaurants. There's a, definitely that. But like, if you can get yeah. an extra, if you can sell one more dessert today, like that's easy stuff. Um, the second thing I always recommend is go talk to your staff. Um, you know, a lot of times our GMs don't, um, we love when our GMs live, our head coaches live in the community, but go talk to your staff because um, they all live in the community usually and ask them like, okay, what's important? You know, who do they know? Um, and how can you activate sales? Uh, you know, so dining donates, an easy thing to do. Catering, we've built an unbelievable catering business just through that. Um, but ask people like, okay, what's important in the community? You know, what, what, what's going on? Oh, there's a Little League tournament down the street. Okay, well, go make food and bring it down the street. Yeah. You know, but use your staff. You know, GMs and we, our GMs don't need to be the person always being the sales driver. Sometimes it's a, it's a server, it's a greeter, it's a, you know, a cook or a prep cook wants to be that person in the community. Um, they're better in the community than you'll ever be. Mm hmm. hundred percent. And yeah. give, give people the, the, the ownership, the feeling of ownership over, over the success of that location. And, and it, it'll surprise you in terms of, you know, 
what how much everyone will step up not only just from the from the uh, fan engagement but also like content creation or whatever it might be like just give more freedom to to do things and and you'll drive some positive impacts yeah um so who do you think is doing some some really cool stuff from a local marketing perspective if you could give somebody a shout out beyond the regulars that i hear on your show all the time i think the um you know what I like is uh, the model, and I'll use Texas Roadhouse probably as the example where they have these operating partner models, where the um, general manager is actually a partner in the business. Um, I'm really interested in that model because I think it gets a highly invested person where they've put their yes. into the business and they're operating like a, called a franchisee, but they're not a franchisee. Um, they're an owner of that business. I think that's where you have a real win. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm seeing more and more of that. Um, you know, I think that's really interesting. I think also these direct to consumer uh, models, um, understanding how they're getting, you know, what they're doing, especially the ones that have like local people, you know, I mean, I'm seeing more and more of these models and they're not multi-level marketing schemes, but where somebody locally is getting, you know, they're responsible for a territory and they're, they're pushing it and growing it. I mean, I think there's a lot to learn there. a restaurant, like how do you, how do you get somebody so invested in it that they're willing to, you know, put a, talk about it on their own Facebook page? And get their friends together. Yeah. yeah, I think the I mean Texas Roadhouse, one of the best operators out there. But when you drill into that, is it is it the Texas Roadhouse corporate structure or is it the fact that they've got these people that are invested in their unit and run it like they own it? it it's a very interesting model because we it kind of goes back to our conversation earlier about when you have you're giving people a chance that may not otherwise have gotten a chance. And these folks, if they're it, they they become very loyal. Uh, uh, employees and you give them an opportunity to work their way up and become potential, have a potential ownership stake uh, in the location. It's an opportunity they may not get anywhere else. And it's like that type of opportunity is going to keep folks around. Name another sure. industry where you can go from being a dishwasher to make it six figures in a very short yeah. period. I don't know any other industries where what. you'd be a dishwasher. Yeah. But name another industry that will name <laughs> yeah. another industry that will take people that have, you know, trouble in their background and will, um, you know, will help them get a career and build a yeah. career, um, you know, and, and, put, and build a life for their family. Um, I don't know of any other ones, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I love about the restaurant industry. Um, it's one of the few industries out there that can take people from, you know, making $8 an hour to making a hundred grand. And, and we promote people on performance, not on tenure. So, you know, I tell that when I'm out recruiting on campuses, I tell people like you can be a, a, a head coach for us and, you know, 12 to 18 months if you perform well and you can be making six figures. You know, who else is who else is recruiting on this campus that's saying that? Walk me through, you know, guys. Come on. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think anyone else here is talking that uh, language. You know, hotel chains are. And I've got friends that took them 15 years to be GMs of a hotel and they're top performers. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that's what's great about the restaurant industry. Yeah, for sure. And the more you expand, the more, you know, the more loyal you're yeah, the more loyal your employees are, the more they'll drive uh, customer fan engagement. The more, the quicker you'll expand. The more opportunities you'll create for your employees, and it's just a, a rolling snowball. You know, I always say we always say if you're not growing, you're dying, um, because that that is true. Because um, growth means opportunity for you. So we're going to open four restaurants this year. That's four head coaches. Um, when we add four yeah. to six restaurants, that's another operations director. You know, and we promote from within. So those are those are opportunities for people. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. No, that's awesome. I love what you guys are doing over there. Um, we'll, we'll jump into the next section here and we'll talk a little bit about your facts about yourself. 
So as you know, we take those facts, we dump them into AI. I've been waiting for this one because I'm waiting to see what you guys put together. You know, I threw some weird ones you, out. You, there are some weird ones. You you told me that your favorite band was Bare Naked Ladies, and like, needless to say, I was not throwing that into AI. <laughs> I think I even said that I said the band. I'm a huge huge fan of them. Traveled traveled throughout the country. I'm like uh, was a good friend from college. We try to get to a show every year from somewhere in the country. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, they were they were awesome. Yeah, I mean, are they same? Are they still around? Oh yes, I saw them last summer, and I'm seeing them this summer. So, oh fun! Twenty five years, I think they've been on the road. I mean, they're just yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. One one guy, I don't know if he retired or whatever, but the rest of the band's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the other the other thing that you you told me about is that you liked Incredible Hulk, and to me. I was, I literally, you sent that info over a couple weeks ago. I had some deadlines and I, like, I dropped like everything. I got completely distracted because I thought this is exactly what AI was made for. And incredible. Like, I want to turn holding, people. Holding bare naked ladies. Uh, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you as a kid, did you watch the show as a kid where he, what was it? Lou Ferrigno was Lou the, Ferrigno. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. It was so bad. You watch it now. It's like, how did, did like did his makeup? Me. It looked, it looked like they just dumped flour in his hair and like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't make well. So no, it didn't. That's but I saw this. I was like, man, I was, this is this is pretty fun to make. That's great. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, Adam, it was a ton of fun having you in the show. Why don't you, Thanks, before we head out, just just let us know how how people can follow you, how your yeah. fans can can get in touch with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, Permanti Bros is our handle everywhere. Um, it's like our short lingo. So, you know, we're heavy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Adam Gollum on LinkedIn. Um, I, I try to post like once a month if I have a chance, but it's usually Permanti's content. Um, but always anybody who has any questions, needs advice. I think that's what's great about this industry. Um, you know, I, I know Julie Wade. Uh, I, I heard your episode with her. I had a question. Yeah. I hit her up on LinkedIn. She immediately shared with me the vendor she's using, um, which was like, how oh, cool. don't need to go hunt that down. So I think that's what's what I love about the restaurant industry, huge industry. I think it's the second largest industry in America after the federal government. Um, but it's mm. such a small industry that you can two two degrees of separation, you pretty much can get touched in anyone. And people are very sharing. So um, anybody has any questions, advice, they need LinkedIn is always, always place I'm, I'm on. I love that. Yeah. The, it's an industry where everyone has an opportunity to succeed and it's, it's not a zero sum game. It's like literally the rising tide will raise all ships. It's, it's a really cool place to be. So yeah, if you're looking for um, good, good laugh, good banter, our, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, always from antibros.com is always some, our social team does an amazing job of just being in the moment. I will give a shout out to Ryan Wilkerson and his team. It, I will say <laughs> your social is very good. So if you get a chance, if you're listening, Check them out on on their different channels. Also, if you're in the area, I don't, Adam. If you're you're mainly in the Northeast, but you're down in Florida yeah. as well, right? Yeah, the two in Florida are, are licensing, but um, they still serve. It's a great guy, Pittsburgh guy, um, predates me, but um, yeah, you know, the little known secret on our social media is our head of social media is a Cleveland Browns season ticket holder. Don't tell anyone. Um, don't tell the Browns because <laughs> I think they'll, they'll pull his season tickets um, for the banter we always have. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, we, we've got a great team. Um, we allow ideas to anyone has a great, any ideas come from anywhere. I think the biggest thing is we react fast and 
don't have a lot of restrictions. So it, it makes it makes it very easy to come up with something that's happening in the moment and jump right into the conversation. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you're in the Northeast, check out Primini Brothers. Saying, you know, have a sandwich right behind me. They're slightly smaller, smaller than this, but you will. Um, you hear French fries, <laughs> salon, a sandwich doesn't sound good. They'll only tell you it's amazing. Brilliant, brilliant idea. Very cool. Well, awesome. Again, Adam, thanks so much for joining us in the lab. It was a ton of fun. Thanks, Justin. Have a great day. As always, thanks for joining us in the local marketing lab. This podcast is brought to you by Evocalize. To learn how Evocalize can help you grow your business, visit evocalize.com. If you learned something new from today's episode, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Evocalize. That's E-V-O-C-A-L-I-Z-E. And on X at Evocalize Inc. And remember, keep innovating and trying new things. You never know what's going to connect with your audience until you try. And until next time, thanks for listening.